Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in rural Monticello. This is Sunday, October the 22nd, 2023, the 21st Sunday after Pentecost. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lector is Doreen Bope. Thank you to Dave and Kim Miller for sponsoring this week's broadcast in honor of their wedding anniversary. Thank you for joining us today. And let us begin with confession and forgiveness. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who forgives all our sin, whose mercy endures forever. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us confess. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy, immortal, have mercy on us. For self-centered lies and for failing to walk with humility and gentleness, holy God, holy and mighty, Holy, immortal, have mercy on us. For longing to have what is not ours, and for hearts that are not at rest with ourselves. For misuse of human relationships and for unwillingness to see the image of God in others. For jealousies that divide families and nations, for rivalries and that create strife and warfare. For reluctance in sharing the gifts of God and for carelessness with the fruits of creation. For hurtful words that condemn and for angry deeds that harm. idleness in witnessing to Jesus Christ for squandering the gifts of love and grace. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal, have mercy on us. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace, God's grace, you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us continue with the Kyria on page 184, and I'm going to have the children go ahead and come forward so we're ready to go with the canticle of praise following the Kyrie. Of the church for the unity of all. 
For this holy house and who worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Let us praise to the Lord. Kyrie eleison on our world and on our way. Kyrie eleison every day. That we may live out your impassioned response to the hungry and the poor. That we may live out truth and justice and grace. Let us pray to the Lord. Let us pray to the Lord. Kyrie eleison on our world and on our way. Kyrie eleison every day. For peace in our hearts, for the peace in our homes, for friends and family. For life and for love, for our work and our play, let us pray to the Lord. Let us pray to the Lord. Kyrie eleison on our world and on our way. Kyrie eleison every day. For the Spirit to guide the center our lives on the water and the word that we nourish our souls with your body and blood let us pray to the lord let us pray to the lord kyrie eleison on our world and on our way kyrie eleison every day want to hold it for me Christ with the Holy Spirit in the glory. 
be seated. It is so wonderful to have these little ones lead us in the canticle of praise. If you'll join with me in the prayer of the day that's printed in your bulletin insert. Sovereign God, raise your throne in our hearts. Created by you, let us live in your image. Created by you, let us act for your glory. Redeemed by you, let us give you what is yours. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Our first reading is from the book of Isaiah, 45th chapter, verses 1 through 7, with the following preface. The prophet announces that Cyrus, the Persian emperor, is the one the Lord has anointed to end Israel's exile. The Lord makes this choice so that the whole world will recognize this Lord as the only God. Persia had a God of light and a God of darkness. The Lord claims sovereignly over both light and darkness. The reading. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have grasped to subdue nations before him and strip kings of their robes to open doors before him, and the gates shall not be closed. I will go before you and level the mountains. I will break in pieces the doors of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and riches hidden in secret places, so that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who, who call you by your name. For the sake of the servant Jacob in Israel, my chosen, I call you by your name. I surname you, though you do not know me. I am the Lord, and there is no other beside me. There is no God. I arm you, though you do not know me, so they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is no one beside me. I am the Lord, there is no other. I form the light and create the darkness. I make wheel and create woe. I, the Lord, do all these things. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 96. We'll begin with the refrain and the congregation will sing the bold print and the refrain as it returns. God's 
second reading is from the book of First Thessalonians chapter 1 verses 1 through 10 with the following preface. Most likely this letter is first written by Paul. Paul gives pastoral encouragement and reassurances to new Christians living in an antagonistic environment. Their commitment of faith, love, and hope unless makes them a model for other new Christian communities. The reading. Paul and Silvanus and Timothy to the Church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace. We always give thanks to God for all of you and mention you in our prayers constantly, remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters, beloved by God, that he has chosen you because our message of the gospel came to you, not in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction just as you knew what kind of persons we proved to be among you for your sake. 
and you became imitators of us and of the Lord. For in spite of persecution, you received the word with joy, inspired by the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all believers in Macedonia and Achaia. For the word of the Lord has sounded forth from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but in every place your faith in God has become known, so that we have no need to speak about it. For the people of those regions report about us what kind of welcome we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from wrath that is coming. The word of the Lord. Our service continues on page 188 in the front of your hymnal with the gospel acclamation. I invite the congregation to please rise. According to St. Matthew, the 22nd chapter, glory to you, O Lord. I invite you to be seated for the reading of this gospel. Jesus had been sharing many parables, many stories, and the religious leaders were getting more and more frustrated and angered, this person, Jesus, and they were ready to make their move. We pick up today's reading. The Pharisees went and plotted to entrap Jesus in what he said. So they sent their disciples to him among the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and teach the way of God and its coordinates with the truth, and you show difference to no one, for you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. They brought to him a denarius. Then he said to them, Whose head is on this and whose title? And they answered, The emperor's. Then he said to them, Give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, and they left him, and they went away. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I invite the children to come forward to be with me up here again. They're getting a lot of exercise this morning, aren't they? Come on up here. Have a seat. Thank you. Good to see your smiling faces this morning. I know we're kind of behind the baptismal font a little bit. Um, Interesting. People were trying to test and see 
if they could lock up Jesus and throw away the key. But Jesus is God in the flesh, and he's tested by the religious leaders. Maybe people like me, wearing a tablecloth, and coming and trying to trick Jesus. For if he says to pay taxes, then his followers will go away because now he is hooked in with the regime. Or if he says not to pay taxes, then Jesus will be placed in jail. And that's what they were hoping. The Herodians and the religious leaders are not friends. But in their enemy of Jesus, they have come together. And so Jesus said this, and to, and to God, give the things that are God's. Children, I have one question for you. What are the things of God? What are the things of God? Disciples. Disciples, yes. And here are some disciples. What else? What are the things of God? Anybody see that beautiful sunrise this morning? Yes. What is that? Does that belong to God? Yes. Who created the heavens and the earth? God. God. God did. That's right, Jordan. And so, if I were to ask you, what are the things of God, what one word might sum that up? Life, I like that. All of life. Let's ask the disciples. What word would you come up with? Everything. Oh, that's the answer I was looking for. Right here. You are wonderful disciples. Your pastor, I give credit to the pastors that came before me. They did a good job and teach everything. Everything. And so you come here to Wayne Zion to learn about God, to worship God. You help me in singing the canticle of praise. And so now I have another question for you. Why do you come to church? Yes. To learn about God. To learn about God. What are some other reasons you come to church? Did you hear that? Can you say that one more? Will you stand up? And I want you to say that as loud as you can. Because it's fun! Thank you. I would hope so. I would hope that you know of a laughing, smiling, wonderful God. I have to tell you, I was uh, here for the Harvest Festival, and I just appreciate Diane and their committee. They're, I get to be the, the host, so I get to go, the merriment, that's what they call me. I'm the pastor of merriment during Harvest Festival. So I'm all over the place, <clears throat> and I'm having conversations with people, and I'm Going back here, I have no idea. Maybe, oh, I was grabbing a microphone because I found some ladies who came all the way from Clarence, Iowa to come to our Harvest Festival. And then I found out Lily Stoll's grandpa. It was his birthday that, that night, Bob Stoll. So we had to sing happy birthday. And so I'm grabbing a microphone and Carver and, and, and Brecken come flying down that aisle. I had to quickly get out of the way. They were both carrying, they were just like this. I mean, they were out, they were having fun, right? And they didn't spill one thing. And they got there. What I didn't expect is that they were going to immediately, as if it were a dash, or they were in a relay, I didn't expect them to immediately in turn come back. I almost caught Clark Carver by the inside of that door back there. 
And then he told me how he had jammed his finger earlier. <laughs> Wait, it's fun. You learned about Jonah and the whale. You learned about God's forgiveness. I hope that you will continue to find that church is fun. And when you grow up and you have children, you will bring them to church. Because you had fun learning about a God who loves you. So let us pray. God, we give thanks for these little ones. And we pray, Lord, that you will fill your church with these little ones. We love to hear the laughter, the crying, the screaming, their presence. For Jesus said, let the little children come unto me. And so I ask that you bless these children now and forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can go back and have a seat. Woo! Speaking of God being happy, Jesus don't look so happy with He doesn't? It looks kind of serious. Whew. I don't know, Landon. I think one day you're going to be a pastor. Okay. I want you to turn to your pew Bible, those who have it. I want you to turn to page 1888. 1,888. I think this is what Jesus was speaking of, and Peter got it. And Peter shared it in his pastoral letter. And so I want you to follow along. For anyone who is now at 1,888, there is in the second column, halfway down, a subtitle. Could somebody read that out loud? That's right. Living godly lives in a pagan society. Living godly lives in a pagan society. Peter writes these words. Dear friends, I urge you, as foreigners and exiles, you have to realize Israel was pushed out. They were taken to Babylon. I want you, you're in this foreign land, Remember, you are God's chosen. Abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. Live, for such, live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you for doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. We're going to hear in lighting the candle, the baptismal candle, let your light shine before others that they may see your good works, Maddox, so that they will know to, to glorify our Father in heaven. We are to be a light, a mirror. We go on. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority, whether and to the emperor as supreme authority or to governors, who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right, you're to support them. For it is God's will that by doing good you shall silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves, servants. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers, and fear God and honor the emperor. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
I know I'm preaching to the choir. Wayne Zion is the most incredible city on the hill. Shining, not themselves, but the love of God to the world around them. This almost seems like a stewardship talk, the way Jesus is, show me what it is that you honor these taxes with, the coin, and then turns around and says, give God to what belongs to God, what is God. And the kids, and you said everything. Let's think about this everything for a moment. I'm going to think, I have to just start with this, with this week. My ninth year of experiencing Harvest Festival was the best ever. I saw so many smiling faces. They say, Pastor, you know I only go to two a year. This is the one. And then there's another one. The fact that I have little ones running up and down the aisle I'm thankful for and then get hurt. It is intergenerational. You have great-grandmother who is handling the finances in the library, and you have great-grandson who's shuttling the hot meals for the farmers that are out in the field and for those who want the meals. And if that isn't enough, and seeing the intergenerational activity that's going on in this church, Diane and her crew knew we had two funerals this week. They also knew that Craig was out with surgery and he's recovering. I couldn't believe it. I was so spent already from a very busy week and I don't apologize. I, after seven o'clock, left, put my blue jeans on and crashed on the couch. While these people worked, I got in this church on Thursday morning, and I couldn't believe it. And I wanted to write Diane, and I just didn't have time. It's been that kind of week. I'll talk about that a little bit. My confirmation room was put back in the very same, everything was the same. They had had to move it out because that was the room that we were putting together all the hot meals that were going to go out as carryouts. And all of the Sunday school rooms were taken care of. And all the chair, no, everything was put back. All, everything, I couldn't believe it. You had had no idea Thursday morning that we had Harvest Festival here except the wonderful aroma that was in the air. But Etta took care of that with a pine saw later in the day. <laughs> and Etta, dear Etta, where are you? Oh my gosh. Don't tell me you're in your mid-80s because I can't keep up with you. That woman is amazing. And all of you are amazing. So we have a baptism. We got Maddox baptism coming up. That's important. And Ben's like, when am I going to hear from the pastor? And, and, and his grandmother says, it's okay. Pastor's really busy. Just show up at this time. And he'll meet with you, right? It's all going to happen. Do you, do you see what's happening here? Then we get to the, the funeral. Now, Dean Rickless had come to me, oh, maybe six, seven months ago, after the nudging from John Laycock to give him a call to find out that Dean, his faith was really planted here 
in Wayne Township, but more specifically right here in this place. I found out that Dean Rickluffs was on the building committee along with Milo, Tobias, and, and Ralph Hoosman, and we can name a bunch of other people that back in 1963 when they started thinking about this, and this door, we opened the doors in 1965, there are no barriers in this church. Isn't that amazing? And when Pastor has his installation basically just getting done installing the pastor, the next thing we know, the pews are going out of the sanctuary. You remember that day? We held church in the social hall. A parishioner dies and she leaves some money to Wayne Zine and wants it to be used for a parking lot. And the people of Wayne Zine say, you know, Maybe this is what we need. This is the spark. Do you know that in 2024 we'll pay off this parking lot if you are willing to continue to give? It is amazing what you can do. And I have people who are in wheelchairs and walkers. And we have more handicapped spot. And so when, when the uh, funeral for Dean Rickless was, was over, we had to get ready for the next morning because his funeral was at 3 o'clock. And we had the the meal at four, and Chris Heron, who's our council president, is there. He is just working, 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 along with the other people and our staff. And I come over here after that funeral, and all the chairs are on top of the tables. And Etta's smiling as she's wiping underneath them all that somebody took the time to do that. Then Gail comes forward, what was it, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, Pastor, I've been praying about this, praying about this, and I, I, I want to volunteer. I want to give back to my church. I want, this goes all the way back to Harm Harms, my dad, and she becomes our Sunday school superintendent. And then I have 18, we have 18 volunteer teachers. Can you believe it? 18 volunteer teachers. And if you take all of our students, if you count them all, you count Sunday school, they're going up every Sunday. We get a few more. And you count my confirmation kids and the high school kids, we're nearing 70 children here at Wayne Zion going through Christian education. I have to tell you, my predecessor shared with you that it was getting to be too much. It would be a benefit to have Anna come along. As your pastor, I want to, as your pastor now, I want to tell you, we don't need another pastor. I've got all of you. I could not do this ministry without you. It is your ministry. And you call me to be your spiritual director. I am not the boss. I am not the administrator. I come alongside you. This congregation, the council, the staff. I want you to hear it again. I am not the boss. This church does not belong to me. It belongs to God and God's holy people. And then I have two people who come. And I'm like, why are you asking me? Pastor Lynn and Rob write me and say, would it be all right we came and worship at your church? I'm like, why are you writing me? Absolutely come. They tell me that there are places that pastors who are ordained may not necessarily be welcome. And it's so wonderful to have our own 
Lynn Banderov here, and she is, by far, in my experience, she, she is up there with Dr. McKay, in my mind, which was my preacher when I was eight years old, and she is a phenomenal preacher. I can't do this alone. And Roland helping us with our directory. Okay, you're getting, you're getting this, right? Jesus said, give God the things that are God's. Let us be disciples. The kids said disciples. Let us share our faith. In your bulletin is a brochure that was put together by Liz, Kelly, Her or Kelly um, Helgens, Cami uh, Greif, and myself. There's old information on here. We'll, we'll bring it up to date, but I want you to open it up where it says the funds. The funds. Okay? I want to talk about this a little bit. If you're with me, General Endowment Fund exists for the traditional endowment functions which carry out the ministry of Wayne Zion Lutheran Church. All donated funds and gifts will be placed in this fund unless specifically designated otherwise. I have pastors who will tell me it is a sin to have endowments in church. And I'm like, what? Where did you get that idea? When I worked for the Evangelical Lutheran Good Samaritan Society, we allowed people to leave a legacy. And those gifts were used for the care of the residents. And I'll tell you this, Southeastern Iowa Senate has an endowment. Be blessed that you have an endowment. Now let me talk about these endowments. The Poppy Repair and Maintenance Fund. How many knew Ray and Evelina Poppy? Show of hands. Yeah, they were here with us not that long ago. And they left over a million dollars to this congregation to be used for church buildings, grounds, and cemetery. Do you know that every time we put something in the offering, it's not going to go to the boiler, it's not going to go to the roof, that we have an endowment. But you've got to give in the offering plate. Because if you believe in the ministry and the staff that we have here at Wayne Zion and what we're doing, we are doing wonderful work. Then you have the Mission and Outreach Fund. This exists to support the mission and ministry of the Church of Christ beyond the walls of Wayne Zion Lutheran Church. I met with Vernon Helgens on his deathbed, and he wrote me a check for $12,000. I never met him before. First time I'm meeting him, I'm at Mercy Medical Center in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and Vernon Helgens. How many know Vernon Helgens? Like Dean Rickliffs, Wanted to come back here, changed his membership, became a member of Wayne Zion. There in his hospital bedroom, I made him a member. And I didn't see the check till I got out in the parking lot and I just about peed my pants. <laughs> and I brought that back. Because he, he sees the value of Wayne Zion sharing the word of God with others and that sometimes we need to take that message out into the world. To date, we have not spent any of the interest that's been earned on that, but we will. The Christian Education Fund. Many of us know this by Anna Hoosman. Anybody know Anna Hoosman? Look at that. She's been gone since 1986, 87 right in there. We're going to hear a little bit about her. Do you know 
that through this endowment gift, Anna is touching more and more lives. Wayne Zine is touching more and more lives. People can't believe it. You mean I don't have to be, I don't have to come from another church? No. Anna gave this gift for anyone. You mean I don't have to be a member of Wayne Zion? No. Can I be a member of Sacred Heart? Yes. What if I'm not a member? Yes. No one is denied. Oh, you've got to follow instructions. And they're simple. But some people don't follow instructions. And that gives the committee the opportunity to turn it down. Like folding your application. Don't do that. Those who are going to be getting these, these scholarships, don't fold your application. Now, if you're a member of Wayne Zion, your pastor is watching out for you because I see it coming in and I tell you, committee. Music and worship fund. For those who want to express worship in music can give there. And then our beloved memorial committee led by Doreen Boken. When Liz and I came, the church that we came from, Elam Lutheran Church in Scandia, Minnesota, this was not uncommon. You would see in the bulletin every Sunday, or you would see in the newsletter every month, or at the end of the year, you would see a listing of all the people who remembered others and gave, and I'll say it, and gave to the Anna Hoosman Fund, and who gave to the Poppy Fund, and who gave to the Ellen Stouffer Fund. And they didn't put it in there for interest. They built the principle. They did it to build the principle. Why? Jesus said, give God what is God's. We are a shiny city on a hill, not for ourselves, but for the glory of God. Now, you'll, you'll see, one, one last thing, and I'll get off my high horse here. You'll see in the newsletter that Wayne Zion is $10,000 behind in their operating budget. I'm going to get behind council right now. I'm going to take you off the hook. If council wants to give our Thanksgiving offering to make up the budget, the operating budget, I say do it. Because I believe in this ministry. And if we want to continue doing what we're doing, and pay our staff, Gina, and, and Kim, and Craig, and Etta. If we're going to pay our heat bills so that you can enjoy coming into this comfortable space. If we're going to continue to pay LP gas so Pastor Wade and Liz can be warm in the parsonage. We're giving. I'm out there. For you. I'm so privileged that I get to go to Helen Harms. And the reason I get to do that is, would you believe she only lives eight miles from my grandson, Trigby? I hope to go see Ray Rickles. He's up in, in Forest Lake or Lindstrom, right in there, Chisago City, actually, at the Margaret S. Parmley residence. I know where that is, right along Highway 8, where I used to live. I will go anywhere for you. And it's because you take such good care of your staff, of your pastor, and we've gotten a little bit behind. Help us to make that up. You'll get a, a Thanksgiving letter from me. And it's, it's to keep 
this going. And I have no idea what Harvest Festival did, but I think they knocked it out of the park again this year financially. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. I invite the congregation to, pay, to turn to page 228 in the front of your hymnal, page 228. In baptism, our gracious Heavenly Father frees us from sin and death by joining us to the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are born children of the fallen humanity by water and the Holy Spirit. We are reborn children of God and made members of the church, the body of Christ. Living with Christ in the communion of the saints, we grow in faith, love, and obedience to the will of God. I ask the parents of Maddox, called by the Holy Spirit, trusting in grace and the love of God, do you desire to have your child baptized? If so, respond, I do. As you bring Maddox, Michael, to receive the gift of baptism, you are entrusted with responsibilities to live with him among God's faithful people, whether it be here at Wayne Zion or closer to home. To bring Maddox to the word of God and the Holy Supper, 
to teach him the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, and the Ten Commandments, to place in his hands the Holy Scriptures, and to nurture him in faith and prayer, so that your child may learn to trust God, proclaim Christ through word and deed, and care for others in the world that God created, which was our message for today, and to work for justice and peace. And so Ben and Haley. Do you promise to help Maddox to grow in Christian faith and life? If so, respond, I do. I do. Sponsors. I'm going to get this out here. Dustin, Shelby, and Lucas and Alexis. I ask you, do you promise to nurture Maddox in Christian faith as you are empowered, empowered by God's Spirit? and to help him live in the covenant of baptism and in the communion with the church. If so, respond, I do. People of God, do you promise to support Maddox and pray for him and his new life in Christ? If so, respond, we do. At this time, I invite the congregation to please rise. I ask you to profess your faith in Christ Jesus, reject sin, and confess the faith of the church. Do you renounce the devil and all the forces that defy God, the powers of this world that rebel against God, and the ways of sin that draw you from God? If so, say, I renounce them. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. I invite the congregation to be seated, and I have someone who can hang on that. And Mason at this time, and I'm going to ask the family, I have a little water left here. It has been filtered. Um, this is from the Sea of Galilee in the Holy Land. Can I mix a little in with Maddox's bet? We'll do that. Alrighty. You can go ahead and begin pouring. Blessed are you, O God, maker and ruler of all things. Your voice thundered over the waters of creation. You watered the mountains and sent springs into the valleys to refresh and satisfy all living things. Through the waters of the flood, you carried those in the ark to safety. Through the sea, you led your people Israel from slavery to freedom. In the wilderness, you nourished them with water from a rock, and you brought them across the Jordan River and promise to the promised land. By the baptism and death and resurrection of your son, Jesus has carried us to safety and freedom. The flood shall not overwhelm us, and the deep shall not swallow us up. 
For Christ has brought us over the land of promise. He sends us to make us disciples, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Pour out the Holy Spirit. Wash the sin in this cleansing water. Clothe the baptized with Christ and claim your daughters and sons, no longer slave but free, no longer male and female, but one with all the baptized in Christ Jesus who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you, Mason. Get ready. Page 230. Get ready. Page 230. Maddox, our hour has arrived and you have fallen asleep. <laughs> oh, my. Boy, is he more. <laughs> He's going to be woken up here, right? No, this is warm. Maddox, Michael, Stutt, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Will you join me on page 230? Maddox, you belong to Christ, in whom you have been baptized. Alleluia. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, O God, that through the water and the Holy Spirit, you give your sons and daughters new birth, cleanse them from sin, and raise them to eternal life. Sustain Maddox with the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of the knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Maddox, Michael, Stutt, child of God, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Let us welcome this newest member into the body of Christ, Maddox, Michael, Stutt. Child of God. We know that you live in another community, but we know, Ben, how important this place is to you. And we are so glad that we could come alongside you with baptism of your son today. We'd like to give some things. First, I'm going to invite our acolytes to help us. We're going to light Maddox's baptismal candle. That's something he receives today. And we're going to light that off, the Christ candle. We invite you to light this candle each year on October 22nd until the day Maddox stands before the con your congregation and, and affirms his baptism. Because today he had no say in it. And there wasn't anything that we could do anyway because God has already done it. And so we're going to give that candle to Alexis. We'll take care of that. And to remember this day and the responsibilities and the duties. We're going to give to Alexis and also to Shelby and your spouses a certificate of recognition of this day. And then we're going to give to Ben. Or, there we go. <laughs> Lucas is going to take care of it. Make sure Maddox. The other thing is we made a promise. I heard the people say we do. And so we're going to put in your word or put in your hands the word of God. It comes as a small child's Bible. Um, he'll probably want to tee the corner a little bit, but he'll get to hear the message of God. And when you light that candle each year, Maddox, let your light shine before God so that all can see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. And that's all I got to say. Let's give them a big hand. Alexis, you can blow that out. And thank you. You can keep that if you would like. And uh, here's a box for this. Uh, before we go too far, I need one of the parents. 
of Maddox. Um, one of the things that we do, and I was going to get a pen. Does anybody have a pen? I need a pen. Pencil won't work. I need ink. Bring it right on up. Oh, I love it. Okay, Ben, I know you're either Ben or Haley can sign this. This congregation is giving a gift of $50 to the Mission Investment Fund in Maddox's name. We do this with everyone baptized here, whether you're a member or not. And uh, another way, this is just another way that you give God the things that are God. And the Mission Investment Fund helps then other congregations expand, grow, any type of ministry. And so that's that. All right, now you can go back and take your seat. At this time, I would like to make us have a special presentation of an endowment to an existing endowment and a gift to the principal. And so I'm going to invite the Stedmullers to come forward at this time. And Chris Heron, our council president, if he would come forward as well to receive this wonderful gift. Good morning. Uh, my sister, Carol Moe, passed away in February in Denver, Colorado. She was 88 years old. Uh, Carol graduated from Monticello High School in 1953, and, uh, and then uh, she sort of wanted to go to college. Her father wasn't too interested in it, and, uh, but she eventually got to go to Iowa State University and graduated, and she was the trailblazer then for the rest of the family. My other sister, my brother, and I all graduated from Iowa State. She, her major was in applied art, and during her life she painted and produced quilts that were juried all over the country. She felt strongly in supporting and encouraging young people to further their education. So Diana and I and Darren and Amy are donating $1,000 to the Anna Hoosman Falkert Scholarship Fund in her memory. So. Thank you. Thank you. Our service continues with the prayers of intercession. Trusting in the transformative power of God's loving spirit, let us pray for the church, the world, and all in need. Faithful God, your spirit emits the church throughout the world and binds believers near and far into the body of Christ. Equip us for the work of faith. Enlarge in our hearts for the labor of love, God of grace. Creating God, the sea roars. The earth rejoices and the heavens are glad at the wonder of all that you have made. Bless the work of ecologists and, conserv and conservationists and all those who safeguard the riches of your creation, God of grace. Sovereign God, you rule and authority is over the cosmos. As you have once worked through the ruler of Cyrus for the good of all your people, accomplish your purposes through the work of elected officials and public servants of this great nation and all the nations that have yoked together NATO to bring peace throughout the world. Guide them with your wisdom and compassion, O oh God, as they negotiate the releasing of hostages. God of grace. Caring God, your arms enfold all who are lonely, oppressed, despairing, sick, and suffering. Lord, we lift before you, especially Bob Elias, 
Paul Behrens, Ivan Eden, Ray Rickles, Jim Strickle, Linda Siebels, Teresa Engelbart, Kalinda Stedmuller, Sandy Jensen, and we're so glad to have her in our midst today. For Dick Meyer and Mary Meyer, for Lynette Mork and for Samantha Putz, for Brenda Smith, who is working as a missionary in Africa, the niece of George Walters. And Lord, we remember the families of Alfreda, Tobias, and Dean Rickless, and Tom Boken, God of grace. Almighty God, all our life belongs to you. When earthly idols threaten to lead your church astray, remind us that you alone are the source of our eternal hope and direct the work of the church, the treasures, the councils, our offerings, and all who manage the financial manners. God of grace. Everlasting God, the saints of every age have sung your praise and shared your word. We give thanks for their witness and we pray that we may join them as citizens in the unending kingdom. In this day, I lift before you a brother here in our midst who begins the day with great joy in seeing his great-grandson baptized Maddox here at the Wayne Zine Baptismal Fund. We lift up Bill Boken and give thanks for him. And later today, as he goes to the wake and tomorrow the funeral of his little brother, Tom Boken, Lord, surround him with strength, with love, with mercy, and with comfort. A man of endearing faith, God of grace. Gracious God, in your hands we commend for all whom we pray, trusting in your unending love and amazing grace through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. Let us receive this morning's offering. I'll invite the kids to come forward at this time. Blessed are you, O God, maker of all things, through your goodness. You have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possessions. What belong to you, O God, use us and what we have gathered, the feeding of the world, with your love through the one who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. A message for our teachers. Pastor has gone over. Go to your classrooms. Grab. There's plenty of treats. Grab treats. We're going to have snack in the classroom today. I will sweep up the crumbs. Oh, and we've got an announcement. Okay, so this is for all of the Sunday school kids. Today we are going to do our service project. Oh. So we are making um, our things for our veterans. So uh, if you go to music first, and then any parents that are able to help us with the service project so they are nice for our veterans, that would be great. Uh, and then if you have anybody, um, if you are a veteran or if you have family or friends or anybody, if you come on November 12th, uh, during the kids' sermon, we are going to present uh, those veterans with these projects. So, <laughs> and you can come Hi, Jack. see Jack. Uh, so yeah, um, just today, if you can stay and help, great. Is it in here, they have choir? Yes. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yes, it is. Stay All right. in here. Yes, yeah, so kids, stay in here. <laughs> All right, thank you.
Thank you. Receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face. Oh, we got another. We got two more. Okay, sorry. Lisa, you have something too? Of uh, Stephen Ministers. One other way to serve. I want men. Men. Men of Wayne Zion. I want to train up at least three men of Wayne Zion to become Stephen Ministers. We're going to do it during Lent this year. I put it out there now to plant a seed. I need men who are willing to sit with other men to have prayer, to talk about things, talk about loneliness, and talk about how we're together as church. Thank you. With that, receive this blessing, and I'll ask you to, to rise. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you, be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. We sing our sending song. Let's sing the whole thing through. peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress. All rights reserved.
Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved.